Hi everyone, welcome back to the That Girl Guide. Today I wanted to do an episode on growing up, so a whole bunch of things, but I had kind of thought about last week how I've always been scared of growing up and I don't know, I kind of, I didn't really like high school, so I was like, oh, maybe I like college better, but at the same time, I was just so scared of like having to enter into the real world And I just didn't want to leave the little safe bubble that I knew. My home and my family. And just, I don't know, it's just scary, the change of it all, right? But this past year, I've had to grow up a lot. And I'm about to have to grow up a lot more. And it's actually given me a lot of confidence in realizing that I'm capable of hard things. And so are you. We all are. But you kind of have to push through and start doing the hard things and start growing up to realize that. And so, yeah, I wanted to talk about change and also about some other things that I feel like I've grown up in this past year because I was reading through, I had done an advice column and that episode will release in a couple weeks or so. But, and I answered a lot of your questions in depth, but a lot of them also just kind of had this overarching theme about like how to grow your faith or how to have more confidence or how to like focus on yourself. And I realized in reading them that I feel like I've grown up in those aspect aspects a lot. I feel like I've gotten better and learned a lot. And so I wanted to talk about those things as well. So the first thing is change because that's the, har- the hardest part of growing up. I think, yeah, you know what you know and you're used to it. And the idea of doing something different freaks you out. But we have to remember that change isn't bad. Change is actually good. And if you're anything like me, you might try to avoid change at all costs. But you have to learn that it's not avoidable. It's unavoidable and it's inevitable. And you just have to learn to embrace it and accept it and realize that it can be really awesome. And lots of times it's for the better. Where you're at right now isn't supposed to be where you're at for the rest of your life. It isn't. You're supposed to constantly be getting better and try new things doing new things. And so there is a big change about to happen uh, in my life where I'm going on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints. I'm going to Hawaii and I'll be there for 18 months doing full-time volunteer service work. I'll be teaching people about Christ and also just be serving them but it's a really like big commitment and it's a lot of really hard work. My days are jam-packed. I'm working from like, I wake up at 6.30 and I don't get to go to bed till 10. And the whole day is filled with me just like going, going, going. And I'm excited about it, but it also has been a scary thing. And I have known for a while that I needed to go for like a year or for a couple of years. I've been planning on going. But I wasn't necessarily excited about it because I knew it was going to be so hard and I knew it was going to be different and scary to leave the life that I knew and all the people I know and the places I know to go to a completely different place with completely different people I don't know at all and to have to live with them. And it's just a big deal. And I won't get to see my family for 18 months. So that's hard. But I'm now excited about it. Because I realized that I was scared to leave high school, but when I got to college, I realized, wait, this is better than high school. 
But I think it, it was scary in the beginning because you know what you know wherever you're at. If you're at high school, you know high school. Now the idea of going to college is scary because you don't, you don't know it. You don't know exactly what your day is going to look like, who's going to be there, who you're going to be friends with what your comfort food is going to be there, what your room's going to look like, you don't know. And so it's scary because you have nothing really to compare it to. But once you get familiar with it, once you make that change, once you get there, you'll learn to love it. And so that happened to me. And then I loved college yeah, way more than I liked high school. And so now I'm scared to go from college to this mission. But I also know that once I get there, yes, it's going to be probably kind of scary and all new and not familiar at all at first, but then with time, I'm going to learn to love it and I might love it even more than I love college. And so push through the change and accept it and embrace it and just realize it's for the better. It really is because even if that change, maybe you go from A to B and you realize B is not the best place for you to be. And so now you have to go to C. Or maybe you go to F and take a bigger jump. I don't know. But even if B was bad, sorry, I hope you're flying along with whatever I'm saying right now. Even if B is bad and you learn you need to now go to C, you learned something. So that change was still for the better, like you grew. And growing is good and we're going to have to do it for the rest of our lives. So you might as well start to embrace the change because we're going to do it Yes, from going to high school to college, but also even when you're old and your kids start going off to college, now you're an empty nester, you're changing jobs, or you're getting married, or you have a breakup, or you lose friends, or you gain friends, there's always going to be change going on in your life. And so learn to embrace it and just go with it. Trust it. Okay, so the next thing I wanted to talk about is anxiety. And a lot of you had asked this on the advice column. Because I think everyone kind of struggles with anxiety, especially in this day and age. And it's so sad. I mean, I was one of those people too. And I guess I still am, you know, we all get anxiety at times. But I am like so much better. I would never really say, oh, I have anxiety. Like I don't. I guess I get stressed sometimes now, but I don't really get anxiety. Which is crazy because I used to be a very anxious person. And I think my advice to all of you would be is to just push through it because if the more you feed into it the more let's say you're anxious about you have something on Thursday night it's something you have every week but it started to give you anxiety and you're thinking okay I really don't want to go on Thursday I really don't want to go on Thursday so I just won't go I won't go there now I don't have to deal with it well now that following now the next a week goes by now you have to go again on Thursday But now you're even more scared of it because you didn't go last Thursday. So who knows? Like maybe you missed out more. And now your mind knows also you can just not go if you don't want to go. So now you don't go again. And it starts to build up where now you never go. Because it's now become this huge, really, really scary, monstrous thing. Because you were feeding it. But what you have to realize is when you're living in this picture, you, you know, like in SpongeBob, I wasn't even allowed to watch SpongeBob when I was a little kid, but yeah, I still know this. There's like a squirrel. This is just from when I was at my friend's house and I was allowed to watch it. Um, who like lives in a little dome, right? Okay. Let's just picture that. She lives in this little dome 
And let's just say she's trapped there. I actually don't know if she's trapped there. I think she can leave. I don't know. Okay. But just picture you living in this little dome and it's comfortable there. It's your room. It's your house. I don't know. It's comfortable. It's cute. It's safe. So why leave? Why leave? And the thought of leaving is so scary. Like who knows what's out on the outside world? Who knows who's going to like come up and try and talk to me? Who knows what could happen? We're here in this little bubble. I know what's going to happen because I'm the only one in here. Or it's just like me and my family or me and my friends. Like, I don't ever want to leave it. But as soon as you break through that bubble and you get into the real world, yes, while it can be scary, it also is so awesome. And it's just like this huge freeing feeling. You can breathe again. You're like, wait, I've just been trapped all along, like living under this little rock. When I could have been out in this huge, big world, like doing so many different things and the opportunities are just endless. Like it is such an exciting thing out there. I promise you. And so push through the anxiety, break through that bubble that maybe you're realizing, wait, yeah, it's comfortable, but actually there's so much more cool, fun, fulfilling things out there. Like, yeah, the opportunities are endless. That could be really awesome. Boom. Break through it. Not her there you are out in the world and maybe trick yourself. Okay. Do this. And I kind of have to do this where back to like the Thursday thing. Let's say you have a thing every Thursday and you haven't gone for a month because you've been scared to go anxious to go. Well, say fine. I'm just going to go one time this one Thursday and then I'll be it. I'm just going to go one time. So you go and maybe honestly, it isn't the best thing ever. A lot of times it will be. A lot of times we'll be I would say 99% of the time, it's a lot less scary than you think it's going to be. But maybe it is still scary and you're kind of anxious while you're there and it's uncomfortable. But you go home and you're like, okay, well, I did it. I still lived. Because, you know, a lot of times your anxiety is going to be telling you you're not going to live. Like, saying it's going to be the end of the world. But you go that one time and you realize it isn't the end of the world. And so now you're going to trick yourself and say, okay, well, I did it this one time. So I'm done for now. But then Thursday is going to sneak up again. A week's going to go by and you're going to realize, okay, yeah, I don't really want to go at all still. But hey, I did do it last week and here I am. A whole week's gone by. I'm still alive. I'm still fine. I'll just make it two. Like how awesome will that be if I go two weeks in a row? How amazing. So I'm going to go one more time and that'll be it. So now you do it for the second time. And then you just keep going, okay? And just trick yourself. You have to trick yourself because your anxiety isn't you. Those anxious thoughts aren't true and they aren't you. They aren't from you. Separate themselves. Separate them from yourself. Okay, that's my the end of my rant on anxiety. But seriously, I would just, my past self would be in shock if she knew what I was about to do and how I was about to actually follow through and go live in a different place without my family for 18 months and do some really hard things and uncomfortable things, she would not believe it. But here I am because I started pushing through my anxiety. And also, if you've been feeding that anxiety for, let's say, a year and you're thinking, well, now I'm too far gone because it yeah, it just builds up and now it's even harder and my anxiety is even worse than it was a year ago. Not all hope is lost, I promise you. The hope is never lost. You still can get better. I had been dealing with anxiety for years, and now here I am. So just now make the commitment to do one hard thing, and then another one, and another thing, and then all of a sudden, 
maybe in a year, maybe in five years, whatever, you'll start to feel a lot better and be able to break out of that bubble. And it's so awesome. And the opportunities are endless and real life stuff is fun. (laughs) Okay. Next thought. So a lot of you had actually commented about growing faith, which made me like so excited um, in the advice column that so many of you were like wondering about that because I love talking about faith and I love growing my faith and I've had to work on it a lot. And honestly, through anxiety, through pushing through the change, faith can be like the most helpful asset and just realizing, yeah, I don't know exactly what's going to happen, but I have faith in that God's going to help me and it's going to work out and yeah, it's going to be for the better. And so I'd love to just share a little bit about my faith real quick. Um, also because I'll be leaving to go, yeah, on a mission for the Church of Jesus Christ of Latter-day Saints because I have faith. And so I'll just talk about it for a second. Um, I grew up in a religious household with like very faithful parents, but I think they did a good job in making sure that I chose for myself. And I didn't just do everything because they were doing it and whatever. And so it wasn't though until I finally got a little older, like a teenager, that I had to start choosing for myself, okay, do I want to go to church? Do I want to go to a different church? Whatever it is. Um, Do I believe in God? Like, I don't know. I started asking myself all those questions and working on it and reading my scriptures, figuring out what I think is true. And it was so awesome. It was like the greatest thing and it really helped me grow my faith. And I realized that in turning to God, my life is a lot better. It doesn't mean that hard things don't happen because hard things will happen all the time, no matter what, no matter if you believe in God or if you don't. But when those hard things do happen, I know that with God and, and believing in him, it makes them a little bit easier. And in every hard struggle, whatever that I've had to deal with, I like to turn to things like watching a movie or like going to go bake cookies or whatever. You know, we all have our coping things. That's totally fine. Watching a movie and baking cookies isn't bad. But I've realized that what helps me most is turning to Christ and turning to prayer, reading my scriptures, going to go serve someone, um, listening to someone talk about their faith, journaling and writing about my faith testing my faith, that's what helps me most. And in a world where everyone is dealing with mental illness and trials and struggles and we're all just like floundering around trying to do anything we can, meditate, yoga, work out, whatever, um, rocks, crystals, I don't know, whatever you're doing. And those things might not be bad. I've Working out's good for you. Meditating, those are all great things. But I totally believe and please if you are struggling and you feel like nothing's working try turning to faith whatever faith it is that you have turning to Christ to God to a higher power and you'll realize that that is what's going to help you most it is and you're not going to have to just be grasping onto other things for um survival And you can instead just grasp onto your faith. And yeah, I love, something came to my mind and I'll just share it. Um, 
I, yeah, always kind of had faith, especially when I started to become a teenager. I really started to work on developing my own faith, and I'd pray. I prayed a lot. But there were some things that I didn't pray about. Um, and one thing in particular was my eating disorder. I just was so in denial about it that I couldn't admit it to anyone, and I couldn't even admit it to God. And then I was, yeah, embarrassed about it. So, yeah, again, I just pretended it wasn't there when in reality it was taking over my life. And I feel like I didn't have a thought that wasn't about my body, food, what I've eaten, what I had to eat. And so I finally was at my breaking point where I did not see light at the end of the tunnel. I was not okay. I really wasn't. And so for the first time, I prayed to God about it, telling him, okay, I'm not okay. I'm struggling with this. Can you help me? But can you just help me know that I'll be able to get better? That I'll be able to be okay? Because I don't even know if that's possible at this point. I've been struggling with this for years And I just can't even imagine a world anymore where I'm okay. I can't. And so I said said that prayer, just hoping that God could help me see light at the end of the tunnel. Well, that following day, I had to go get my wisdom teeth out, which was really random in of itself because I did not need to go get my wisdom teeth out, but I had been paranoid about it. And so even though I was on vacation, I made an appointment to get the surgery done, which was like so weird. But I think it was all God playing a part in my life because that following day after I had said that prayer, I go to go get my teeth pulled. And while the girl who was like getting me ready for the surgery um, and we were making small talk, we had just literally been talking for like five minutes max. And I'm just saying things like, oh, yeah, where are you from? How long have you worked here? Where'd you go to college? That's it. That's all I'd asked within the five minutes of knowing her. And then all of a sudden, out of nowhere, she says, yeah, and so then I had an eating disorder and it was really hard, but now I'm completely fine. I'm totally better. And so, yeah, now I live here. I'm not even kidding. She just threw that in there out of nowhere. And she probably to this day has no idea why she said that she was probably like that's really weird I've known this girl for five minutes not even literally like three minutes and I just told her that I had eating disorder okay weird and went along with her day but it was not weird like I needed her to say that and I know God needed her to say that because that was him answering my prayer showing me that here's a super cute girl who's like so happy and just like working and helping me get my surgery who used to have an eating disorder that she said was really hard, but now she's totally okay. And that's when I realized I was going to need to turn to God with everything. Every trial, I needed to turn it over to him and ask for his help. Not because he was necessarily going to take it away right away, because he didn't. I still struggled with my eating disorder after that. But I knew that with time and with hard work, he was going to continue to help me. It wasn't just going to magically disappear. I mean, sometimes that happens. Sometimes those miracles happen, but it was more just that I knew that through any hard thing, yeah, that I struggle with, God's going to help me through it. And so literally after a minute of her telling me that, 
I passed out from like the anesthesia, but I woke up crying and I think everyone thought I was crying because, you know, when you get your wisdom teeth out, everyone reacts and kind of fun, like, are just funny and say dumb things. But I was just crying and crying and I think they thought it was the drugs just like made me cry, but it wasn't that. It was just, I was in awe of God and I had no doubt in my mind that that was him playing a part in my life and um, using her to help me. And I actually, the other day, after like two years, that happened like two years ago, two and a half years ago, I called the dental office uh, to ask if she still worked there. Um, and I didn't remember her name and I was like, could you look at my file? And I tried to find her and I wasn't able to, <laughs> but I'm hoping that I can do some more detective work and find her because honestly, she's changed my life really. But yeah, so I think growing your faith, you need to feed it though. And you need to work on it constantly. Um, just like any good thing, just like staying in shape, just like staying smart. Um, just like feeding your relationships with people, like you got to work on them and you have to work out that muscle constantly. You can't just work out once really hard and then never work out again for a year. No, you have to work out consistently. You can't just go to one church camp and think you're set for life or whatever. You have to work on it consistently. And I just, yeah, let's say I'll just say my faith has changed my life and it's helped me. Um, and so, yeah, if you have any questions or whatever dm me um and i or my sister Paige will respond or she can like send it to me or whatever so just say who you want to answer it um and then yeah okay next thing kind of just briefly going along with that is confidence and i've talked about it on here a lot too is god confidence and so yeah when we're going through hard things and you're trying to push through anxiety and you're thinking i can't do it and I'm like, Ellie, yeah, you don't know how to do that. That's going to be really hard. You're just the worst. Whatever my intrusive thoughts are saying. And I have no self-confidence. And I'm thinking, I can't do it. I then have to remind myself and check myself and say, okay, well, yeah, maybe, maybe I'm thinking I can't do it, but God can do it. And so I'm just going to rely on my God confidence right now. And I'm just going to rely on the fact that I know he's going to help me do it. And we're going to rely on the fact that I know he's my heavenly father, so I'm his heavenly daughter. And so I have divine potential. And so maybe I don't see my potential. Maybe I don't at all. But I know that God sees my potential. So that's awesome. And also, you know, I try and look at other people through God's eyes and it helps me love them and just like see how awesome everyone is. But you also need to look at yourself through God's eyes. See all the things that God loves and appreciates about you. Okay. The next thing is about um, a lot of you kind of had messaged about like how to focus on yourself, whatever. And everyone kind of says that. Like I'm trying, I'm focusing on me. And I like it and I know it's totally good intent, but I want to just change it a little bit by saying just focusing on bettering yourself. Because that's a little different. You could focus on yourself and you could just be egotistical and conceited and a narcissist by focusing on yourself. And what's the point of that? But focusing on bettering yourself, yes, that's taking time to make sure you are healthy mentally and physically, but also on bettering yourself, that's pushing yourself to do hard things, that's you serving other people, that's just you being a better person. So instead of saying focus on yourself, let's say focus on bettering yourself. Um, 
and yeah, I don't know. I guess kind of this whole episode is about bettering yourself, but yeah, take time if you need it and go on a drive, go on a walk, go take a bath, do something for yourself and you need to just reflect. And I love doing that. Talk out loud. I love talking out loud to myself in my bed at night or journal. I'm, I'm getting the biggest testimony of journaling this week because I don't know. I haven't been as good at it. I've done some video journals more recently, but I haven't written down like pages in a long time. And I've finally been doing that every night. I at least write a page. And as I'm writing, I realize all these things and I realize all these things about myself. I realize all these times I've seen God's hand in my life. I realize all these blessings and things to be grateful for. Like as I'm writing it, I'm like, and I was feeling this way. And then I realized, oh my gosh, wait, I totally prayed for that yesterday or totally prayed for that this morning. Like I just am realizing things. So journal. And yeah, look outside of yourself. That's why also, yeah, don't love the focus on yourself things. That just sounds narcissistic. But focusing on bettering yourself includes focusing on others because it's when we serve others that we become happier. I promise. Serving others, looking outward, it's going to make you happier and you're going to have to stop giving yourself a pity party by realizing everyone is struggling. Everyone is always going through something hard, okay? It's not just you. And so, yes, give yourself grace, give yourself the time that you need, but also don't just say, well, once I'm better, I'll go help other people. But I'm just, I don't have it in me. I promise you, you're going to be blessed and good things are going to come your way. Good karma, good energy. If you go help someone else. Is everyone struggling? Okay. Um, And then, yeah, like write a card, bake a tree. I don't know. Those are ways that I just... I love baking treats anyway. So that's like time I get to focus on myself is like bake cookies. And then I get to focus on someone else by then giving those cookies to someone. Like that's my favorite thing to do. Um, or same with writing cards. Like I love calligraphy and lettering. And so just writing is fun to me. And so I might as well write someone else a card because now that's helping them. So you can help yourself and help someone at the same time. Okay. And then also I just want to say kind of lastly, this is getting a little long. That life is fun. That's kind of just my parting thought, I guess, which maybe that's silly and stupid, but life is, yes, hard. Like, seriously, hard things are happening in my life right now. Hard things are happening in yours. They always are going to be. But that doesn't mean that life can't be fun and that there aren't things you can find to be grateful for and there aren't those, like, little really small things that you can do to just, like, make it fun. Um, but I try and do those things. I try and find a little fun in each day because it just makes me happier and... Yeah, but I love all of you guys so much. And yes, I'm not going to be completely gone. I'll be able to update you on my time in Hawaii. Um, so don't worry. But yeah, DM us on Instagram, the That Girl Guide, if you have any questions. And I'm so excited for all of you guys to just like get to love Paige even more. She's seriously so amazing. You have no idea. Should I just like, I already kind of brag on her, but I'll just brag on her a little bit more. And hopefully this doesn't get to her head, but I know it won't because she's so awesome. Um, but yeah, here, I'll just brag on her. So she's the most thoughtful and kind and just like purely good hearted person, but also like so fun and like hilarious and just kind of 
weird but like so cool at the same time and people just love her i don't think there's anyone that's ever met Paige and not liked her so i'm sure there are because there's people who are like we can't please everyone but seriously like people just gravitate towards her because she has such a good energy to her and so i know that all of you are going to feel that too just by hearing her words and she has so much faith and she has so much confidence and she's taught me everything I know and yeah I just love her so much so yes okay that's it go follow us on Instagram the that girl guide and be sure to just DM us if you have any questions I love you all so much you're the best bye